going to throw it. And he's got the touchdown! Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski! Oh! was a great week of football and we are very happy that you're here to listen welcome to the taper gridiron it is me isaac here with my dad and we're going to be analyzing week nine and what week a nine week. already it is week nine already and what a week i mean there was just a lot of things going on a lot of low scoring games i have to say and the thing that really um made it kind of the, the insult to injury was it was games that we were expecting to be high scoring. And then the and, and even weirder, there were games that we didn't expect to be high scoring and they were. Now this is And not re- necessarily even high scoring too. Like I thought there were games that again, that's why we watch football every week, but mm-hmm. you were kind of expecting a team to win or like, oh man, this team is just gonna totally blow these guys out of the water. It was kind of the week of underdogs. Because all the was. teams that you didn't think were gonna win won. Yeah, like for example, which we're gonna highlight later, we uh, the Bills and the Jaguars. That was a gr- I don't know if it was a great game. It was just a very slow. Josh Allen lost me my fantasy. I started him and he let me down. Actually, let's go ahead. Let's talk about Buffalo. Yeah, why not? Okay, Buffalo. I'm I'm still on the Buffalo. Like they they're still a, a high powered offense. They're still a really good team. They got some really good coaching going on. But like we've been talking about, Patrick Mahomes. This is kind of interesting, funny. You know, we'll talk about Patrick Mahomes as well. Oh, for sure. But Josh Allen, you know, we talk about Mahomes and say, like, Mahomes is his own worst enemy. You got to get out of your head, right? Mm-hmm. It is actually kind of funny that football just keeps stats on everything. And then they're like, oh, this is the first in NFL history for this. This is the first for that. But you can kind of joke around and say that, you know, Josh Allen kind of – well, Josh Allen hurt himself because if you look at the stats, it is kind of ironic. And I don't know if you know this, Isaac. There's a player on the Jaguars whose name is also Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Same, same, like same name. Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen. Wow. Wait, it goes That's- further. Josh Allen intercepted Josh Allen. Wow. That's just Wait, there's more. Really? It's like an infomercial. Hold on, there's more. Josh Allen recovered a fumble from Josh Allen. I'm speechless. So you can say, you know, Josh Allen kind of shot himself in the foot and, you know, was his own worst enemy. It is kind of crazy, though. I don't know that I've ever seen that. They are saying, you know, it's the first in NFL history. It's kind of funny, again, their stats, but isn't that kind of just, like, ironic? Like, you got a guy named Josh Allen who just totally took over the defense for the Jaguars and just dominated Josh Allen of the Bills. And, well, Jaguars walk away with a win. Uh, win is a bit of a, is a interesting statement because it was not, uh, it was a very hard, rough game. And I'm sure that Buffalo walked out of that game feeling pretty rough. Jaguars, I would feel good because, I mean, a win is a win. That's, that's the ultimate. That is the definition of an ugly win. For sure. Oh, for sure. But you're yeah. right. A win is a win. And like I said, thing, like, if, if you, Josh Allen would have done good, done good, I don't know if that's proper grammar here. If Josh Allen would have played better, I would have won my fantasy league as well. Just saying, yeah. Josh Allen, you let me down. Yeah. So honestly, like a win is a win. Like if 
the Chiefs completely destroy the Patriots like forty to zero, and it the Bills and Jaguars game nine to six. If you really just take it all down and think about it logically, they're both a win, and stat wise, they really don't make a difference. Like they're both a win, and they like record wise, they both put you up one. And so Chiefs scoring forty points, yeah, that's like in fantasy land these days, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, it is what. I, Chiefs are like non-existent. I, I, I'm speechless, as so are probably a whole bunch of other people. Again, I really think Patrick Mahomes is his own worst enemy right now. Something changed. Something happened. They are not the same powerful offense. He doesn't look like he's making poor decisions. He's throwing inaccurate passes. He's he's not he's not playing again. He's just got to step back and get back to the fundamentals and start reading defenses and and making smart things. He, he I don't know. The Chiefs need to find themselves like really quick. And we keep saying it, and it's week nine. Like at this route rate, Chiefs might not make the playoffs if they keep doing this. I mean, yeah, they got the win barely. Yeah, barely. And the other thing is. It was against the Packers, and I mean the Packers aren't the greatest team in the world, but like you said, well, Packers are like what eight and one, seven and two, something like that. Really? I don't know. Yeah, huh. Packers. With, Maybe they are the best team in the well, world right now. Aaron Rodgers is really doing good, although he did miss this last game, mm-hmm. which you know that I, I think the Packers would have won if Aaron Rodgers started this game. That's how poorly the Chiefs played, and they were basically just hanging on a shoestring and the backup quarterback of the Packers didn't make enough plays, the Packers could have taken that game easily. And Mm -hmm. that's what's worrisome with the Chiefs. Yeah, like, I mean, Jordan Love did do really well. I mean, he had 190 yards. I mean, he did pretty well. I mean, for a backup quarterback, he he did his job. And, I mean, he didn't just get thrown in there, so you can't really expect him to play against... And here's the ironic thing. Usually you would say, like, oh, you can't expect them to win against the Chiefs. I don't know these days because you don't really know. Like, the Chiefs, they really, like you said, he really just needs to, The Patrick Mahomes really just needs to get out of his own head and stop thinking that, oh, since I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm invincible and I can do anything because all of these good quarterbacks lately have been in these kind of smaller teams and they haven't been multiple Super Bowls kind of just getting in their own head thinking, I can do everything. They start with the fundamentals, and then they build up from there. And yeah. that's why they're so successful. Tennessee Titans, talk to me about these guys. What, what I mean, Tennessee, I, did, I don't know. I didn't see this coming. They've been plowing through. First game without their star running back. They still pull off a win. I, I don't know. They're, they're pretty dynamic. Yeah, you know, Vrabel, the coach, great coaching going on. I, just, I don't know. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill is a very big weapon. And the other thing is, the big thing coming into this game is they thought, oh no, Derrick Henry's out. He did something to his toe. It's it's just not going to be good, and they're going to lose because especially since they're playing up against Adrian the Rams. Peterson. Exactly. Like it, what? The guy's like a dinosaur. No offense, Adrian Peterson. I mean, I've been watching him play for years. He busts out of like retirement, and he actually did pretty decent. Oh, he did great. And the best part is, he was really like he was. He did really well. He did a solid job. He did his job. Like you said, he came back out of retirement. And the thing is, everybody thought they're going to lose. Everyone thought, 
oh, they're just they're not going to do good. They're going to lose, especially since it's the Rams. The Rams got pounded. Matthew got uh, Matthew Stafford got sacked five times. It was just a really rough game for the Rams. And I mean, ultimately, the that, Titans that was beat a them. good game for the Titans. You know, this wasn't oh, Titans beat the Jets. Or, you know, Titans beat the struggling, you know, Saints or Cowboys or what like you got the Rams who have been playing really well, got a great offense, defense, Stafford's been playing great. And the Tennessee Titans, they went in and they roughed up the Rams and proved to everybody that they are a playoff Super Bowl contending team if they, they keep the pace that they're going. If they can win games and then get Henry back before playoffs or even mid-playoffs, the Titans could be that kind of underdog that you didn't really have on your radar. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We we could see a, a Tennessee Super Bowl. Yeah, Tennessee did really good in that game. And like you said, they could be in the Super Bowl. Honestly, I think they're probably going to make the playoffs because just at the rate they're going, if they keep it up, they For will sure, make the playoffs. Yeah. And, I mean, I will admit, the Rams, we all kind of know that their defense is insane because they actually held the Titans to the fewest yards since 2012. And the, here's the ironic thing. Like, you were talking about stats. The last time they had fewer yards was when they were playing against the Lions, who had Matthew Stafford. <laughs> yeah, it's... It, well, you know, and, and I even just, you know, Mike Vrabel has been really... I mean, he's been he's been keeping that... Team, uh, great coaching. Uh, can can the Bears get him? Some Mike Vrabel right. coaching. I mean, not only is he's kind of just an old school, you know, coach. Kind of just go out there and pound you, and just he's going to beat you with with the, the raw talent of let's just play some fundamental football. You know, he was a defensive player. I, I grew up watching. I don't know if you know this, Isaac. Like I grew up watching Mike Vrabel. Really? Yeah. He you know, he was a yeah. I, I did. He was awesome. Wow. He was a Patriot. Great. Oh. oh, great, great player. Uh, you know, yeah, that's, you know, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. We'll just move on from there because it makes me feel old. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to drop a big thing on you. I'm not sure if you were aware, and maybe you are. Odell Beckham Jr. I think that he, he had a couple injuries. He, I think he still has a lot of talent. He needs to just kind of drop the attitude and just get back to the basics of football and have fun and play for the love of the game. But the Browns let him go. He gone. Really? Huh. I don't know where he's going to end up. You got a couple teams looking at him. He, you know, I want to play on a playoff contending team. Yeah, doesn't everybody? Kind of a reason the Browns let you go? I don't know. Did he, the Browns let him go or did he go, hey, I'm out of here? Does, does he think that Baker Mayfield and the Browns aren't going to go very far? I don't know. I have a hard time with that, though, if he kind of has – if you're having an attitude of you're too good for your team, you're going to struggle. you got to be playing for the love and the enjoyment of the game, to be playing for your teammates, to be winning games, to get to the you know ultimate goal of the Super Bowl, but you got to be a team player. Mm -hmm. Not saying he's not. I'm just saying – Gotta be careful there, you know, Odell. Just hey, step back, get to the basics of the game, recover from your injuries, get back to the top skill that you can. I mean, we've got so many highlights of him, you know, catching just unbelievable catches. It'll be interesting to see who picks him up. 
It will be. I mean, if, if the Rams get him, we're in trouble. It's going to no, be like Rams. They Rams already got, have already picked up everybody. Yeah, they got Von Miller. They got everybody. Rams do not need anybody else. And so it'll it'll be crazy for sure. There's mm-hmm. a couple other cool uh, scores, interesting ones. You said some low ones. Why don't we? Why don't we get some scores here? What, what what do you think about that? What's the score? Nothing. Nothing. What's the score? What's the score? What's the score? What's the score? Time for scores in sixty. All right, it is time for scores in sixty, Isaac. You've right. been doing really good, and and I'm liking this. You know, given the information, you know, we don't want to spend a whole lot of time on and just scores. We want to be analyzing and and whatnot, but we also want to be able to let you know, you know, the score of your particular game, or if you're following a certain team. And so here we are. Here we go, Isaac. Ready? The Falcons beat the Saints with a game-winning 29-yard field goal as time expired, 27-25. to The Colts came on top of the Jets, 45-30. to And the Ravens also winning with a field goal, 34-31. to A very low-scoring game, Jaguars and Bills, 9-6. to the Broncos came on top of the Cowboys in an unexpected win, thirty to sixteen. The Patriots oh, obliterated the Panthers, twenty-four to sixteen. The Browns, in a great game, beat the Bengals, forty-one to sixteen. The Dolphins came on top of the Texans, seventeen nineteen, seventeen nine, and somehow the Giants beat the Raiders, twenty-three to sixteen. The Chargers beating the Eagles, twenty-seven to twenty-four, and probably the most unexpected low-scoring game: the Chiefs beat the Packers, thirteen to seven. The the Cardinals beat the 49ers 31 to 17. They are on a roll and the Titans beat the Rams 28 to 16. Awesome Cardinals, man. They're they're doing phenomenal. They're still doing great, you know, and they're they're plowing through. They're uh <clears throat> excuse me, their backup running back Chase Edmonds did go out at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. James Conner stepped up. He was just balling. I mean, just Unbelievable. Of course, he was sitting on my bench in my fantasy league. Just going to say, I would have won that as well. Thank you, James Conner. Just keep it up, man. Keep it up. But again, you got you know the one-two punch with James Conner, Chase Edmonds. They're doing great as far as the, the running backs. One guy goes down, the next guy's stepping up. The Cardinals, they're doing a good job plowing through. This was a great divisional game for them, and I'm, I'm really happy you know, and they were playing without without Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's huge. That is huge because Kyler Murray is a very big part of the Cardinals, and not gonna lie, he is kind of the core of the Cardinals because they were kind of the like underdog, not really known team until he stepped in there. And obviously, not just him. They got DeAndre Hopkins, Calais Campbell. They got all their different players in there that kind of somehow had the right uh, connection, and they all connected and they started playing at a uh, bigger level and so without Kyler Murray we all really thought that they didn't really they they thought that the Cardinals we thought that the Cardinals were really just based on Kyler Murray like without Kyler Murray they wouldn't function they couldn't do anything without him like he is the thing that he's like the heart and soul of the Cardinals they don't work without him and obviously we were wrong because they they can actually do just fine without him. I mean, I wouldn't really say like does. just fine. Like they they did good enough. Like I don't yeah. think that they can just win and continue to win oh, without yeah, yeah. him. They definitely need him. But it was a great you know team win to step up and go. Hey, we don't got our our team leader here. We need to step up. Mm-hmm. Same thing with you know the Titans. Hey, we're down a man. 
we need you to step up. You know, other players, Tannehill did a great job in leading and going, we got to do more to step up. And then you got the Packers on the other hand, they're out, you know, don't have Aaron Rodgers and the team kind of fell apart. Exactly. You can kind of see who's running that, you know, team. And it, and it really shouldn't be that way. You're always going to have, you know, the elite player that's going to be carrying things, but other, you guys got to be stepping up. You guys got to be helping and you got to be playing, you know, three phases of football. That's where the bears have been struggling. You know, they're okay some games on the offense, then they're terrible offense, okay on defense, and then they're terrible offense and defense, okay on special teams, then they finally do good on defense, you got a little bit of offense, and then the special teams loses the game. Like, you got to play three phases of football week in and week out, and you can't just do good and Bears do this as well. First, second quarter, we're okay, or first quarter, we're okay, third quarter, we're a little okay, and then we fall apart. You got to play four quarters. Like, I mean, come on. We were watching a soccer game the other day. These guys are running around for 90 minutes straight. You know, how, 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 what are the actual minutes? You know, a football game is 60 minutes. You got offense, defense. What are the actual minutes that you're on that field? You got to make those minutes count. Mm-hmm. You get put on the field, step up and do what you need to do, do what you're getting paid to do, do what you love doing, but help your team. I mean, we, that's enough on the Bears. I know, right? And so, honestly, you're right. They, when you get out on the field, you really need to make the most of it because you you never know how much you're going to get. you got to just go out there and play your hardest and see how much you can do. And so I think that's really just not necessarily for the Bears, but just for any struggling team. That's just the core basics of what you're out there to do. Yeah, there is, you know, I was looking at the division leaders and – you know what? It's kind of a, you know, Jets, Dolphins doing really bad. They've been doing bad. You know, then you got the Texans. They're one and eight. Yeesh. That's you sad. know, Jaguars aren't doing so good. But then here they pull off a win, you against know, against the Bills. the Bills. And you're like, what? You know, Titans right now, they're rolling over in that division. The AFC South, they're seven and two. The Colts are four and five. Like, I mean, the Titans are just running away with that division, and they just got to keep, you know, plowing through. Then the other ones are kind of really close. You got, you know, Bengals, Browns, Steelers, and Ravens. The Ravens are leading at six and two, but you got your other teams, you know, at five and four, you know, and anybody can really step up and take that division. Mm -hmm. You know, then you have the Chargers, Raiders. Chiefs, Broncos, they're all 5-3, five, 5-4, five, because some of them had bye weeks. That's in anybody's league right now, you know, anybody's division. At this rate, I think the Chargers are going to take it. I think so, too. Just keep playing the football that they're playing, and I think they're going to do good. Bills, well, they kind of fell apart. You know, like I said, Jets and Dolphins are just, they stink. You know, so it's going to be Bills and Patriots battling that out. I'm pretty sure that the Bills are going to take that division. And if they just kind of keep doing what they're doing, Cowboys are looking strong in there. Cardinals, Cardinals and Rams, you know, they're battling that out. I think the Cardinals are going to take that. Time will tell. Packers, sadly, are on the top of the division with the Vikings, Bears, and Lions. And the Buccaneers, Buccaneers and Saints. Saints are struggling a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. but the Bucs, eh, anything can happen. So we'll see. All right, that's all we got time for today. Yeah, that's all we got time for today, and we will see you next time.